0: Welcome to episode 220 of the Addiction Unlimited podcast. I'm your coach, Angela Pugh, and this is a coaching podcast. I'm a life coach, a recovering alcoholic, and entrepreneur. And since I got sober in 2006, I've dedicated my life to a journey of learning and personal development. And when I tell you I was unhealthy, codependent, had zero self-esteem... I made the worst choices in dating. I was a disaster with money and spending and jobs, and my entire life was out of control. (laughs) In 12 Steps, we refer to this as unmanageable, and boy, was my life unmanageable. Everything felt out of control. I felt like I was a victim of life. All the bad luck followed me. I couldn't get a break with anything. Nothing ever worked out for me. Everything was always so hard. But what I learned was everything wasn't out of my control. I wasn't a victim to anything. I was just emotionally unhealthy and making terrible choices all the time. (laughs) I've lived an incredible life. I've taken big risks. I've had a ton of fun. But the best thing that ever happened to me was learning how to take responsibility for my actions, behaviors, and decisions, learn how to do it better so that I can have some control in my life. It took me a long time to make the connection, but you can, just like me, get control of your life back. I have made literally almost all the mistakes you can make. I've gone broke multiple times. I've destroyed my credit multiple times, had a car repossessed, dated liars and cheaters for 20 years, almost drank myself to death, and almost killed another person. I've been selfish. I've been the bad guy in many of my relationships out of selfishness and as a defense mechanism. And we do this show together every week so I can give you the inside scoop on what works and what doesn't work so you can get control of your life bag and understand that the power is all yours. It's no one else's fault or responsibility. You're not unhappy because of your job or your relationship or how much money you don't have or because you drink too much because you can change all of those things. You're unhappy because you made some decisions that didn't create the life you wanted. You stayed in the relationship even after you caught the person lying or cheating. You stayed in the job even after they passed you over for a promotion you worked hard for and felt like you deserved. You continue drinking even when you know it turns your life upside down and takes you to more choices you regret. You see what I'm saying? You have the power to learn to make different choices. I had to learn to let people go when they betrayed me. When I was super codependent with no self-esteem, I would hold on to a bad boyfriend as long as they would have me. But once I learned to walk away from those situations, I started to understand that it's my choice. I used to expend all my energy being mad at the other person for being a crappy person, But the truth is I picked the crappy people. (laughs) I was choosing crappy people and I had to learn to let them go instead of staying with them, hoping one day they'd magically be different. All that did was make me angry and resentful at them. And all those feelings fueled my alcoholism. You know, what a freaking mess. Totally unmanageable. And I want you to take your power back, get control of your life back. And that's what we do here together. And that little mini rant (laughs) goes perfectly with my announcement for Dry July, my friends. I've got something a little different planned for you. All of these sober months we have every year, we have Dry January, Alcohol-Free April, Dry July, and Sober October. They're all focused on sobriety. I love sobriety, but right now I want to get back to basics because what a lot of people struggle with are the most simple foundational pieces, making a commitment, following through on things, knowing what to do, and getting overwhelmed with all the sober things. So I'm switching it up on you and taking the focus off the sober part of course, sobriety is the important piece, but let's just take the pressure off. We're doing a dry July event, 30 days to wellness with me. When I got sober, I was so broken. I was exhausted. I felt like I was the worst person on the planet, the biggest disappointment, and just a total failure as a human being. And to be honest, I wasn't even sure if I was fixable. Now, of course, staying sober and getting a clear head was hugely important. At the same time, a good part of why I felt so good was because it was the first time I had ever been super committed to something other than drinking. And I felt so good just showing up to my meeting every day and seeing my sober partners in crime and letting them know I was still sober every day. It felt good to do things that just felt good. So that's what we're doing for Dry July. I want to focus on sobriety, and I also want to focus on doing things that just feel good. And I've got a whole plan set up for you so that all you have to do is show up. I'm doing all the hard work. I'm putting the plan together. I'll make it super easy to follow along. All you have to do is sign up and show up and you can save your spot. It's totally free. Save your spot at addictionunlimited.com forward slash dryjuly. That'll get you signed up to get the emails and know exactly what to do. I will guide you through it step by step. And I will put that link in the show notes as well, so you can get it right from your podcast app, wherever you listen to podcasts, addictionunlimited.com forward slash dry July. I will also put that link in the Facebook group and I will include it in the weekly email. So if you're on the email list, you will get it also addictionunlimited.com forward slash dry July. And on that note of doing things that just feel good, that's a little bit of what we're here to chat about today. The comfort of our routines And the mess that happens when we're out of our routines. (laughs) I'm willing to bet you have felt this a million times in all the different areas of your life, right? You have a morning routine, specific time you get up, brush your teeth, start the coffee, wake the kids, make the breakfast. You know what time you need to be in the shower and what time you need to walk out the door to get kids to school and you to work on time. Same thing for exercise routine. My routine is I get up super early in the morning. I'm usually working by 5 a.m. So I can work for three or four hours with no interruptions. Then I take off to the gym, do my workout, then home, shower, eat, and clients all afternoon. And if you're anything like me, you have workday routines as well. I'm constantly refilling my water, and I like to have an iced green tea at some point in the day, and I know when I need to eat and when I need to take the dog out, all routines and schedules. But have you noticed what happens when you get off your schedule and out of your routine? For me, it's a hot mess, (laughs) whether it's getting sick or going on vacation, moving, a family event, like a new baby or an unexpected death. These are all the situations that can throw you and your routine totally off track. And you may wonder too, like, what is it about routines that make them so important to us? Well, when you break down life, The greatest fear that disrupts everything and everyone is the fear of the unknown. That's what keeps you from doing the things you dream of doing. It keeps you from getting a new job, even when you're burnt out or angry at the one you have. It keeps you in unhealthy relationships. It keeps you from staying sober. It's also what makes people unaccepting of different lifestyles or ideals that don't line up with their own. The unknown makes you feel like you're out of control because you don't know what will happen or how it will feel or how you'll deal with it. So when everything's unknown, you can't control every detail, especially those of us with addiction. We want to control every single detail of every single And people become controlling because you feel safer when things are predictable. Predictable is comfortable. And I believe this is one of the biggest stumbling blocks with building long-term sobriety. When you quit drinking, your whole future becomes a giant question mark. It's all unknown. And most of us have significant anxiety And nothing triggers anxiety like the fear of the unknown. (laughs) You don't know how your relationship will be affected by sobriety or how your friends will respond. What will you do for fun? How will you feel? Will it be awful? Will you be able to do it? And when all those unknowns are swirling around in your head 24-7, your anxiety goes through the roof and you say, F it and drink. The other side of this is when you drink, you're back in your safety zone because there are no unknowns. You know exactly what you're going to do. You know how it will feel. You know the end result. You know how everyone around you will respond. And that is more comfortable than all the unknowns that come with making major life changes. So when we have routines and rituals, it removes the unknown and makes your time and your day predictable and therefore safe. Are you with me? The last thing I want to cover in this conversation is decision fatigue or brain fatigue, because this is another important piece of the puzzle. And I've done whole episodes on this. Your brain is making a thousand decisions a day just to get through the day. What route to drive, what to eat, where to turn, wait five minutes or do it now, do that thing today or put it off till tomorrow, make that call or don't have the cookie, don't have the cookie, exercise, no exercise, (laughs) tons of decisions. And you're making most of those decisions primarily on autopilot. And your brain, because you naturally have to make so many decisions every day, your brain looks for the path of least resistance. The less your brain has to think about something, the better. And as your day goes on, your brain starts to get tired. This is why oftentimes we fall off in the late afternoon and evening hours, because your brain is tired of fighting and tired of deciding. That's brain fatigue, decision fatigue. Routines and rituals make your day much easier for your little brain. It doesn't have to think and decide all of those things because you already have a routine in place to simplify your brain's job. So what do you do when you fall off your routine or you get out of your schedule? Aside from going down the anxiety spiral and panicking. (laughs) If you've been part of my tribe for a while, you can probably guess what I'm going to say. Plan ahead as much as possible. If you're going on a vacation or something planned, then you can plan ahead to keep your routine on track. Now, sometimes you'll be able to maintain your schedule, meaning if you're used to working out in the morning, even when you're traveling, you can still work out in the morning. So plan ahead what that will look like. And there are so many ways to do this. Like, do you want to work out in your room with an app or do yoga with a YouTube video? Do you want to go to the hotel workout room? Um, You guys know, California is my second home. And when I'm in California, I try to do some cool and different kinds of exercise things because they have so many more options that I don't have in my other city. I used to go do the Santa Monica Stairs. Or I would look up beach workouts or try different classes that I don't have in my city. But I spend some time on the internet finding the options I want to explore and figuring out if they work with my schedule and start kind of outlining what I want to do. Another thing I will tell you with this is you will do yourself a great service by not being super rigid with your planning. Especially if you're traveling with other people, because there will always be unexpected things popping up. Your coworkers are going to want to go to dinner or go sightseeing, or your family will change their plans. Your kid's going to have a meltdown. And all of that will directly affect your plans. So my solution for this is I kind of make a deal with myself of what I want to do and how many times I want to do it, right? So with exercise, how many times do I want to exercise while I'm gone? And then I'll have all the different options laid out and I just figure it out day by day. That way I don't freak out when something happens that I can't control and things don't go my way. We love to freak out when things don't go our way, when people don't cooperate and do what we want them to, <laughs> to allow us to do what we want to do, right? We love to throw temper tantrums. So I may say like, okay, I'm going to be gone for four days. So I want to exercise three times. I want to go to three meetings and make sure I have plenty of quiet alone time because I'm an introvert. So I need to recharge alone in peace of quiet. I have to make sure I have that time otherwise I'm a nightmare of a human. I'm <laughs> um, so if I'm going to be in LA I know I want to go do this strength class and it happens on these days at these times. So I'll try to make that happen, right? Like I'll look up the things I'm interested in and know when they happen so each day I can see, does this fit or does this fit? Or do I need to do this? And just take it day by day. Don't be so rigid in, I have to do this, this day, at this time, and nothing can stop me. Right? Because it's just going to make you mad and it's going to make you a nightmare for everybody around you. Then I may just go for a walk one day or get on the treadmill or do yoga in my room but try to loosen up your expectations. You don't have to do the exact same workouts you do at home. Things don't have to be exactly the same. And the more rigid you are, the more disappointed and angry you'll be. I will also look around for solutions to my other routines. I like to have a good healthy protein shake in the afternoon. So I'll look around wherever I'm going to be for places to get protein shakes. So I know where they are. Or I'll take my protein powder with me and ask the hotel to blend me a shake real quick. Or I'll go to the store and get my favorite pre-made Atkins shakes to keep things really simple. All I have to do is shake it and drink it. Of course, I like mine over ice with a shot of espresso, so I can make that happen too if I want to. But you see what I'm saying. You won't necessarily be able to do everything exactly the way you're used to, but you can certainly still take care of yourself and do the things that are important to you. And I'll tell you too about a situation that I had recently that really threw me off. And I learned a lot about myself in this predicament. So in December of 2021, I went to Denver to help my brother and his family move back to Casey. I was their truck driver. I know that sounds funny, but I am very good at driving big moving trucks and I've done it several times now. So this excursion was supposed to be four days. Get there, load the truck, drive a day, spend the night, finish driving the next day. As life would have it, we got there and had every obstacle you could imagine. We were supposed to leave on Saturday morning So the internet and everything was disconnected on Friday. We didn't leave until Tuesday. And I have two companies that are fully digital, (laughs) 100% online. I also have commitments throughout the week to be at online meetings. My membership community, Sober Society, has online meetings. And my six-week signature program has a weekly meeting with me too. And I had no internet. Me 10 years ago would have lost my ever-loving mind. (laughs) I would have been so angry and resentful about the whole situation. I would have been a jerk to everyone, and it would have been miserable. But me today, I know to just go with the flow. There was nothing I could do about the situation, and there was nothing anybody else could do about the situation. It was completely out of my control. But what I could control... Was finding solutions. I could go to the coffee shop in the morning or in the afternoon if I needed internet. I reached out to my tribe and got people to fill in for me for the meetings I couldn't make it to online. And I just handled the problems. That's all I could do. It was a mess, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) Also, my dog eats special food. And it's fresh and frozen, and I only took enough food for the days we were going to be there. And I've traveled enough to know to always take a bit extra. But by the time we got home, my dog only had one meal left. So I was stressed about that too. What was supposed to be a four-day ordeal ended up being like seven or eight days. I had to cancel meetings, move appointments, reschedule clients, And I absolutely had to get home in time to get more food for my dog. Now, let me take this a step further. At the same time, I had made a decision to change up my workout routine. I had my trainer create a new routine for me, and it it was really turning my whole exercise life upside down and pushing me way outside my comfort zone. By the time the move was done and we were back in Kansas City, I hadn't been to the gym in a week. I mean, I always worked out whenever I would go to Denver and stay with my brother. They had a community center right down the street from their house. I got the class schedule and I went there a lot. But because we were moving and loading a moving truck for days, I wasn't going to the gym. I was getting 22,000 steps a day loading the truck. (laughs) But my whole schedule and routine was completely destroyed. And when I got back to Kansas City... I couldn't get back on track. The biggest obstacle was my new workout. I was so intimidated by the new workout because it was all weights. And and I don't care about the weights part. Like I'm super strong. I can do all that. The problem for me was being out in the middle of the gym, in the middle of all the people. Because I'm used to being in classes, in the workout classrooms that are closed off from the rest of the gym. It's my own little safety bubble. And once I realized I couldn't get over the hurdle of being out in the middle of the crowd, I had to start finding other solutions. So I reached out to one of my girlfriends and I asked her to go with me. And she's happy to do that. So I don't feel so alone and anxious. I also started doing some of my classes again, because I want to be exercising. And I would rather go back to my old routine than sit around doing nothing and feeling bad about myself because I can't make myself go into the crowd. You know, (laughs) what I learned through this experience is that I need a start time, right? The start time of a class. So I know I have to be there at a certain time. I thought it would be awesome to work out whenever I want to and not be locked into the class schedule, but I'm not good at that. I will get caught up in a project or working on something or a client will need a last minute session to work through something and I will put the workout on the back burner every time. And I'll tell myself, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I can go this afternoon, but I won't. That's what I learned. (laughs) I need the start time or I need someone to go with me. But that little moving excursion threw my whole routine off balance. And I was amazed at how much I struggled to get it together. However, had I not been changing my workout at the same time, I would have gotten back to KC and gotten right back to my class schedule and it wouldn't have turned into a three-month ordeal. When your schedule or routine gets knocked off track, I want you to think about the solutions instead of focusing on the problem. Again, if it's a scheduled trip or vacation, do a little pre-planning to see how you can maintain the activities that are important to you and make those things a priority. There are plenty of times I skip dinners with friends or family because I need to do things to take care of myself. If it's an unexpected event that's throwing you off, then I would say take a minute to prioritize the most important things. To me, that's your mental wellness. If it's an emotional situation, especially unexpected, then you need to prioritize extra time to refuel your emotional wellness, whether that's getting to a meeting of some sort, going to church. Uh, having a phone call with a friend to process through things, um, a last-minute session with your coach or your therapist, coffee with a friend, meditation. Whatever refuels your soul, you need to make a priority. Again, especially if it's an unexpected event that throws you off, like getting sick or the death of a loved one, something like that. If it's unexpected and emotional, make refueling your soul a priority. Then you need to let some things go. If your schedule's really upside down, then maybe do 10 minutes of stretching at home because you can't go for a run or go to the gym. 10 minutes is hugely valuable. Make yourself and your wellness a priority, especially when something major is happening. If you're visiting family and they are stressful (laughs) or they are drinkers, then schedule some things for yourself to separate from the stressful people and situations and refuel yourself. The important thing is to find solutions and don't get stuck in the problem. And once your life starts to return to normal, get back to basics and start getting back to your routine. Know yourself and what's important to you. Uh, like me, going back to some of my classes, I, I learned, I know now I need a specific start time so to show up. That's So that's what I did. It wasn't my original plan, but it's the plan that works. So I have to let go of these ideals and how I wanted things to go and what I wanted it to look like and this change I wanted to make. And I had to get back to basics. Don't be super rigid with yourself. Be accepting of your situation and what's out of your control and know that you can find ways to work around it, okay? And if you have specific questions about this routine thing, get in the Facebook group and put your questions in there for me. I'd love to help however I can, and I want to answer as many of your questions as I can. And if you're a member of our membership community, Sober Society, I'm doing a monthly Q&A call live for members so you can always ask me questions in there too. It's in your member portal. It says monthly Q&A call (laughs) and gives you all the directions of how to send me questions there. And don't forget to sign up for our Dry July event, 30 Days to Wellness, addictionunlimited.com forward slash Dry July. I love you guys. I hope you're having a fantastic day and I'll see you next week.